Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. I saw this and I had to do a double take on the headline because how many times have we talked about, you know, safe spaces? It's a phrase that we've known about for the last few years, at least. And uh, stories just constantly come up. Well, at University of Maryland. My shrink said it to me in my last session. He goes, did he? Yeah, because I was in there and I was frazzled. He was like, John, this is like, just, just a safe space. Just relax. I go, da, da, da. Yeah. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> I yeah. said, if you say it again, I will never come back. He's like, what? I'm not really clear on exactly what that means. Like, does that mean you can say anything to him and he, he won't hold anything against you or write anything down? You know what I mean? Like, no, what's a safe space mean for everybody? Just wants, like, listen, he knows. I know what I know what that office is for me. I'm well aware that mm -hmm. it's a good place where I can go and I can vent and I don't have to worry about any mm -hmm. judgment and none of that nonsense. So I guess that's it, what but it he is just said it. I don't know if he was saying it facetiously or whatever it was. I was like, don't ever say it again. Well, at University of Maryland um, is doing a, you know, a diversity series for the university and uh, in College Park, Maryland. And they announced today that a new diversity support group was formed to create a safe space for white students. And it's called White Awake. <laughs> so, it's a, so it's a space that only white people are allowed to go to? Yes. That's, that, that's going to go over well. Well, <laughs> let's see. White Awake, it's called. It will help white students who may sometimes feel uncomfortable and confused before, during, or after interactions with racial or ethnic minorities. Oh, good God. So it offers, a, in quotes, this is all what they're, what they're exactly describing it as. This group offers a safe space for white students to explore their experiences, questions, reactions, and feelings. Members will support and share feedback with each other as they learn more about themselves and how they can fit into a diverse world. I just had a conversation with a black person. I don't know how to handle myself, and now <laughs> no, I, need to I, go, I need to go into a, <laughs> a support group with a bunch of other crackers who can't handle... Uh, this is we are, we are, again, we are in, in insane old world. The group is led by Noah. Noah is a guy who works for the University of Maryland Counseling Center. And it'll be held once a week. He specializes in group therapy. We're just talking about therapy. Here he is. Group therapy, though. And he's interested in, especially in the areas of racial and cultural awareness. And so the idea is if you want to improve your ability to relate to and connect with people different from you, or if you want to become a better ally for people different from you, this is a group uh, that is one of the four in the university's diversity issues program series. It just seems, I, I mean, I guess all people, I mean, that's probably the thing. All people need help dealing with everybody. But if you can divide it by colors, now there's white awake. I think I handle everybody really well. Oh, smooth as silk. <laughs> I do. I don't think I need, I don't need therapy to talk, like to handle conversations with people. Mm -hmm. No, you just talk to people like, if in your head you're like, this guy's weird. Well, you just don't say it out loud. You just talk to him like normally. All right, have a good day. You walk away, and then you say, oh, that So guy's silently weird. judge is better. Yes, of course. That's what everybody does. Okay. They judge in their heads. <laughs> and you know what, Monica? Yes, everyone judges. Everybody has a little voice in their head that's judging as you go. I mean, there's right. a fine line between opinion and judge. I might not like somebody, but I'm not judging them. I just don't personally like them for some reason. It has nothing to, you know, it's not I don't judge them and think I'm better. Uh, I went to my daughter's um, 
back to school night last night. So now she's in middle school, so she changes classes. Mm-hmm. So you had to go through nine periods of that stuff. And I judged every single one of those teachers. That one's got it together. She was good. Mm-hmm. Nah, she's a bitch. Uh, I think that's judging, that though. Lazy. I feel like that's just your opinion. And, Is and that you opinion? Have, you have to have an opinion on your daughter's school. You know, your right. teachers, every, the counselors, everybody around you. You have to go in and assess who you, you know, want your daughter to maybe steer clear from or whatever. And I don't think it's judging. I think that's just But he just safe. met them for the first time, and within seconds, maybe a minute, He's already got an opinion on how they are. Isn't that judging? Well, is it and based on... an opinion on would be formed over time? Only one teacher I thought was a bitch. That's Judgy. the thing. It, then that's what makes me think <laughs> it's an opinion, because is it based on your interaction with them, or are you just looking at them? Then uh, Just looking at them with no conversation, that's judging. I, I didn't say a word to this woman. Oh, well, then you Nothing. don't know she's a bitch. Because you don't have that. That's not what it is. It's you go in there, and they tell you what your kid's going right. to be doing that year in class and what the expectations are and everything else. And it was just like the way she like uh, carried it, and somebody asked the question, and mm. shot him down. I mean, granted, the question was dumb, mm. but <laughs> she goes, so no parent likes when other parents no, ask it's, the, it's the English teacher, and <laughs> so they have an expectation. They have to read fourteen books on their own throughout the school year. Fourteen, mm-hmm. and um, well, they're in middle school and, now, right? They gotta push them. Yeah, but that's a lot. That's of, a lot. That's a lot. So um, one of the, one of the parents says, "Well." You know, who picks out the books? And she's like, well, your kids will pick out their own books. They have to run it past me first. And, you know, well, what if they, is, what does it go by? Like, four t- amount of pages? And the guy's like, are there a certain amount of pages that they have to read? And the teacher was just like, oh, God. <laughs> like, you saw that look on her face. But then she was just kind of, she was raggy. I didn't like her. Yeah. The rest of them, so I you, But you just walked in, and you were like, you, just based on that, and you were sitting there, you didn't say a word, and you were like, that chick's a bitch, and that guy's stupid because of his yeah. question. Right. I, I can't. Maybe I can't. you need Noah from yes, University of Maryland to counsel you. If somebody asks a stupid question, you're saying to yourself, that guy's a dope. Well, I was kind I of you're doing that. I don't ever Everybody's want to. Everybody's doing that. Want to. No, I don't think so. What I think, if, if someone you has... You want to, It's but impossible not to. Well, no, if someone... if if, if But see, define stupid, because if uh, someone asks a question that I already know the answer to, it doesn't make that person stupid. It just means that mm-hmm. that person doesn't know yet, and then he no, needs to be explained. True. We all at the some point didn't know. The teacher was not assigning books based on the number of pages in it. I don't know that. I, listen, That's I know a nothing dumb about question. That. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> what grade is Isabel? Six. 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 So they're going to give them books on a sixth or seventh grade reading level, right? right? So that's normal. And they're probably they probably are a certain length. But what would the parents say? There'll be nothing less than forty-five pages. I'll like what you going to say? It's a book. You know what I noticed too is that um, there were single dads there. Mm-hmm. This is good. They're overwhelmed by it. Like the moms, I guess, are used to the whole thing. And mm. yeah, I, listen, I go along for the ride to yeah. show support and make it look like I care. But the, my <laughs> wife's my wife's a teacher, yeah. So I automatically handle all all school education decisions at this age mm. up to my wife. She knows better, mm-hmm. you know. Like if they were doing radio stuff, I would like to think that she would, like I would have the last call. <laughs> oh, nobody, right? So, <laughs> so I go, but I I, I see these. You know, you're walking in, and every one of these teachers has different expectations, and you got to soak that all in, and then mm-hmm. at night, work with the kids on it. Mm-hmm. And these single dads, we're not cut out for this. We're not. not it's not what. It's not the playbook. Dads in general, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not the playbook. Yeah. I sat there and I put myself in some of their shoes. Like I don't know what I would do. You know, I don't know how I would be able to handle that as a single dad and the, 
you know, well, go you, back you, to the and know that everything is in an agenda and where's your agenda and right. go through it and figure it out. I would never. Yeah, well, if you were a single dad, I mean, you, I guess have, you, have, to, to. you have to. It you is have to. You have to. But you can tell, like, that you, you can tell some of those guys are scared. You can tell some of those guys are scared. Mm. And I. It's a lot of responsibility. Agreed. And it's much better when there's two of you. Yeah. When <laughs> you can share and you can back each other up and. Mm-hmm. If one misses something, the other one misses, it picks it up. And- no, but I tell you what, I look good. I can't tell you how many mothers went up to Nicole and be like, John's here. My husband wouldn't come to this. Mm. That's right, because your That's husband right. sucks. There are always less husbands in those Meet the Teacher nights. But right. you're, so, you're so in your head about judgy judginess that you said you said earlier that you go so that it looks good that you go. <laughs> right. So, that, so, that, so when you're there, you're thinking in your head that everybody else there is looking at you saying what a good husband for being there. Yeah. Oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Christian, I, Christian Bell never got to go to his school. I was school definitely in the minority. <laughs> and, I, and he's a single parent. Let's be honest. It looks good. <laughs> it looks good with you, for me to be there. Yeah, when dads are there, it's great. You want to be there. It's just a bonus. No. It looks no. You know what? Yesterday, I definitely uh, did not want to be there. I never wanted to be there. From mm. when I left the house in the morning up until that point, I had been home for a grand total of 15 minutes. Yeah. All I wanted to do was have dinner, do my show prep, and go to bed at that point. And then I had to jump in the shower and go to this thing, and it took two hours. By the time I got mm. home, it was 9 o'clock, and then I first mm. have to do, un, mm. you know, pre- yeah. Yeah. I remember those nights So, well. no, last night I just went, and you know what's funny? I was thinking about you. Mm. I was thinking, as I'm sitting in one of the classrooms, so and some teacher's nights. going, wah, 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 wah. Yeah. And I'm like, I remember when Raj was doing this. Yes. See? There it is. With the girls. Yes. Oh. And then when we had two different schools, one would be in grade school, the other one just got over to high school, or the right. grade and middle were different nights or whatever. Oh, it was endless. Well, when they were in the same school, now you got to divide and conquer. Yeah. And then your wife doesn't believe anything you say. It was like a couple of years. Yeah, and, I, and, <laughs> and right away I'm like, oh, what did I miss? I'm sure I missed something. But I'm like, all right, here's all the stuff she gave us. Right. Here's the packet. I hope everything's in the packet. Here, she seems nice. She here, seems nice. You go. <laughs> but but I would get the unimportant classes. Right. You know, she wouldn't send me to the really important stuff. Back to what you were saying, and I just think it's insane that they have to have a, if you have a conversation with a minority, if you're a white guy and you have a conversation with a minority and you don't mm-hmm. know how to handle the, you know, the after effects of that conversation, you got to go into a, a safe space. And <laughs> oh, well, listen, it, it's, it's part of this white awake support group thing, but think of this. There are a lot of complaints about how white people deal with minorities. If this helps, why is everybody criticizing it? Isn't it good to help the white person who maybe people look at as living in an insulated world sometimes or whatever? If it helps, wouldn't everybody be happy with that? Listen. Why would everybody criticize it? Because it's what I get paid for. Well, sure. not you. I'm saying everybody. There's so many negative reactions on Twitter. They are crushing this. They should. It's but don't insane. you want them to interact better? No, if this guy, it. this guy's a counseling specialist. I want you to be able to handle life on your own. Right. Would I run into self-help for every little thing? Stop it. You had a conversation with a black guy. Deal with it. You had a conversation with a Puerto Rican. Deal with it. You had a conversation with a Filipino or a Muslim. Deal with it. Deal with it. But what does that mean? It means you, 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 you had a conversation it. with a human being. Exactly. Who spoke the same language. You don't even have to struggle to understand them. Well, there's other groups uh, uh, that are counseling on interactions with other people. I mean, this is one of four. They don't even say what the other three are. Stop it. But they have it for uh, white kids called White Awake. Yeah. You had a song about it. so ahead of their time. You too.
just have something to do with that? You two was white awake a long time ago. Oh, white awake. <laughs> oh, okay. I got it. Uh, Ron. God, Ron, you're at somebody's I don't know what's going on here. back to school nights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's up, Ron? Hello? Hello? Me? Yep, See? you. Oh, yeah, it's, it's Juan. Yeah, I, you oh, Juan, hey. Me. Yeah, I'm a single dad, and I got an 11-year-old, and she's in sixth grade as well. And I want to know if you tell me if I'm, if I'm out of line. My daughter was on a school bus, and, you know, and these there's people that are this their job to control the school bus situation. So she forgot her iPhone in class. Mm-hmm. She goes, she asked the bus driver, she'd get off and get the school, go get, the, um, get her, go get her phone. She let her get off the bus, and then she left her. And then, oh. you know, so I, yeah. Oh. So I went and picked her up. We're in a new school. Never, we, we don't even know where we're at, really. So I went up there, and I said, you know, hey, no big deal. I'm here to pick up my daughter. And I just said, hey, uh, can you just tell me how this happened? Nobody had an answer for me. So then I'm conversating to this young little girl that's sitting in the front desk, you know, because you get extra credit for answering phones and taking whatever, no sound for whatever. Right. So I'm talking, having a conversation twice through this little girl, through someone that's in an office sitting somewhere, and I'm starting to get sued now because, you know, I don't, I, you know, I don't know how to express the fact that I would have been happy with an apology, but no. But then the, the lady comes out and says, "Well, it's on, the onus is on the on your daughter." I said, "Well, well <laughs> she's 11. Someone gave her permission to get off the bus and then left her, and I don't need to. Be, I don't. I shouldn't be concerned. I, you know, like I said, I would have been happy with someone say, "Dear Mr. Gonzalez, I'm sorry this happened. Won't never happen again." But no. Mm. Once you started blaming mm. on the 11-year-old child, I was doing. And, you know, they act like it was no big deal. And it's, I'm just wanting to know if I'm out of line for feeling that way. Juan, Juan two words, Juan. Flamethrower. <laughs> Don, you, you go in there and you start carrying a flamethrower. Now, you were saying about it being my daughter's fault and watch how quick they change their mind. You might not see your daughter for a little while, but you get your point across. Exactly. Juan, my brother, had the same thing happen with a five-year-old where they couldn't tell him on the day one of school where she was. They put her on the bus, even though she said, I'm supposed to go home with mom. And they really, he was like, it was like they thought it was no big deal. Same thing you yeah, were saying. And, and he says, all I wanted was a, just a little explanation. It was a mistake. It won't happen again. It took until the next day with the principal, but they were acting like it was no big deal. And he's like, you don't know where my daughter is right now. Juan, you That's know, a big deal. Juan, you know what the problem is? They are all so afraid of a lawsuit so they'll never admit they're wrong because if they say that we made a mistake and something had happened or whatever, then yeah. they already admitted wrongdoing mm. and they're writing you a check. That's why. Exactly. That's well, why. There's, that, there's another scenario. So when I got there, when I put up to the school, there was five minor children sitting in front of the school. And, I, you know, and it's a busy highway where they're at. And I'm saying, so, oh, so I brought that up. And also, there's two, there's five children sitting out there. What if they walked away and got killed on the highway? I said, are you not responsible? Because, well, no, they're scheduled for pickup, so that's not our responsibility. I said, what? What are you saying? <laughs> what? I think they're, what are we saying here? Yeah. I as long think, as they're sitting on your school steps, I think they're yours. I think, <laughs> I think somebody's smoking crack. That's what I think. Yeah, it's unbelievable, man. Hey, thanks, Juan. Uh, Good thanks. luck with everything. Thanks, Take care, man. Yep. See you, buddy. All right, well, Roger and JP, it's 1025 The Bone wow. Real Raw Radio. Wow. Isn't that nuts? I think on the outside, they say, they make them feel like it's not a big deal. And on the inside, they're going, ah, what happened? Where does this kid? But they don't want to, as you said, show that. Right. They don't want you to feel their panic. Right, because if Cause they they're wrong. all afraid of getting sued, man. 800-771-1025-727-579-1025 are the phone numbers anytime you want to be a part of the show. Dead guy my in the envelope school, is a game coming my, up my around 1220. won't do potato sack race anymore. Potato sack race. Yeah. Uh, kids get hurt too much?
um, the kid got hurt, sued the school district. Mm. The um, and, and and the thing was is that they were using the they they it, one of the questions in the court was whether or not the potato sacks that they were using were meant for anything other than putting potatoes in it. And then when they use them for the race, well, then why would you, if you knew this, these things aren't made for anything but holding potatoes, why would you put children in it? And what? they lost. And the school had to cut a check, what? so they don't do any potato sack race anymore. That's why? Yeah. Oh, that's so dumb. That's the truth. Oh, my God, that's dumb. Yeah. All right, well, Roger and JP, 1025 The Bone, Real Raw Radio. Bro. Yeah, be right back. We were talking about these safe spaces, University of Maryland. Uh, has a new diversity uh, group that's called White Awake, and it's only for white students. And uh, they just announced it. They're getting kind of hammered on Twitter. Uh, but you got to wonder. I mean, they're talking about, you know, if, if white students feel confused, uncomfortable before, during, or after interactions with racial and ethnic minorities, uh, this counselor and this group will provide a safe space for them to explore their experiences and get better at dealing with people in a diverse world. Maybe that's good. Maybe it's silly. I don't, I don't know. What kind of Everybody seems to need a little help. My question is, what kind of conversations could you possibly get yourself into where you need to go talk to somebody else afterwards about the conversation that you just had? Because I'm not, not sure. I, like, I don't, like, wait, where are these conversations? I haven't been on a college campus in a long time, so I don't know. Are they going into philosophy? I, what? I don't know, because then think about this. Any students who are gathered for White Awake are sitting there oh. now. Are they... If somebody looks in the window, they go, there's all the racist kids. There's they don't know how to talk to someone who's Hispanic. They don't know how to talk to somebody who's black. Racist, 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 racist. racist. There's the cracker barrel. And then, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Gee on line one, what's happening? Gee. Gee. Hey, oh, how's gee. it going, guys? Hey. I was just out of high school and came from Rhode Island to Florida. And we, I love everybody. So my cousin and I are walking down the street, and I smiled at these two black girls, and she goes, the girl turns to me, and she goes, what are you smiling at, honky? You want your teeth knocked out? Oh, no. <laughs> and yeah. where, was this? where was this at your school? No, that was in Miami-Dade. Oh. In and what Florida. did you say? I, was, I lived in Rhode Island. Uh-huh, I understood. So in Miami-Dade. So what, what did you say? I didn't say anything, and my cousin elbowed me and said, don't look at him, don't talk to him. Wow. And I was like, wow, my God, I I wasn't brought up that way. I was brought up to love everybody. Is that the last time you talked to a black person? <laughs> oh, of course not. I have, I have not. black customers. What? I have Hispanic customers. Mm -hmm. I'm an old dog now. Mm. That was a long time ago? So, yeah, when I was 18. Mm. Well, since we don't know how old you are, we don't know how long ago that was. <laughs> well, I'm 62. Okay. Oh. Okay. By my math, so it was yeah. four years so ago. I, so it I, was I, in black I and white. I got over it, but <laughs> it's, it's still in, it's still in your, your memory as when somebody turns on you like that when you're just trying to be friendly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. That's true. I mean, you can get that from any human, you know, and then right. you just deal with it. Yeah, oh. you never know. I would love somebody to call me a honky. <laughs> I really would like, and they when, and they meant it. Like, hey man, you got the you got the time, honky. Get a watch. I would love that. I would just high five him and walk, laugh and funny. walk away. I think if that, or I'd be scared. Yeah, Thanks. she wasn't. If if I put my hand up, I think she was gonna kill me. 
Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Gee. <laughs> when we had Jr. on the show, I feel like. Oh, and you know what? Maybe it was his grandfather, his imitating his grandfather. Where, that, where we got that? Yeah, I mean, we got Pekka Wood. Maybe we, maybe we got a honky in there too. So that was the closest. Maybe you got the feeling. Maybe that. they're the same yeah. age. She said she was sixty-two. Mm. <laughs> right? That could be Jr.'s uh, grandpa's age. Same Pekka era, Wood. maybe. <laughs> I hope he's bringing those gems to SBK's show. He's uh, doing well. On I listen to him good. because I'm here. Yeah, I listen to him. Um, and they're they, they're funny. It's a it's a good mesh of, of him and Mo. Anytime I tune in, Jr. is on the air with him. You know, you listen. So it's good. Up there. Not... Yeah. Do you tell him that he would love that? No. Who's Jr.? Yeah. No. I just tune in when I when I think of it. I'm like, oh, let me stream Kevin. See what's going on. He listens That's to us because so cool. anytime anytime a, uh, a call screener screws something up, he'd be like, I bet you miss me now. <laughs> <laughs> Roger and JP on the bone, real raw radio. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 